Hello, this is Susan Marie, and welcome to The Human Condition, a conversation with you based upon everyday observations that all of us experience made simple. You can catch these on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and by subscribing to my newsletter, suemarie.substack.com. Most things I speak of are linked for further study in the data section of the show. Self-awareness is the distinctive capacity that allows us to reflect and decide. With this awareness, we become free beings who are responsible for choosing the ways we live, which influences our destiny. And this awareness of freedom and responsibility gives rise to existential anxiety, which is a basic human characteristic and discussed in episode six, what is an existential crisis? Yet whether we like it or not, we are free, even though we seek to avoid reflecting on this freedom. And that knowledge that we must choose, even though the outcome is not certain, leads to anxiety. This anxiety is heightened when we reflect on the reality that we are mortal. Facing the inevitable prospect of death gives the present moment significance, for we become aware that we do not have forever to accomplish our projects. As humans, we are unique in that we strive toward purpose and value that give meaning to living. Whatever meaning our life has is developed through freedom and a commitment to make choices in the face of uncertainty. Today, I wish to speak with you about the weight of being human, weightlessness, existential therapy, being in nothingness, and finding enlightenment in everyday experiences. Personal developer Tim Denning wrote, there's no manual for life or the body and mind you've been given. For the first 20 to 30 years of your life, you have no clue about anything. No one ever tells you this. Deep down, you know it subconsciously, but until it's pointed out, life seems to be missing something. Until you come to this realization, everything doesn't quite make sense. It's like you have the jigsaw puzzle of life and are missing three out of the 900 pieces. And in that, life doesn't owe us anything. Everything is indeed a direct result of our actions, and even taking action is not enough, because if our actions go against who we are, then we will not progress. And this cycle will keep repeating over and over until we get it, and if we get it. And there are three basic principles outlined by Denning that include one, your actions must reflect the truth, two, your actions must serve everyone on some level, and three, your actions must be aligned with who you are. And ignoring that simple formula will not set you on a path to fulfillment. I mean, all you really have is you. And the truth is, we never reach mastery. We are full-time students our entire lives and the results of choices and actions are determined by us. And if we envision our experience as necessary and magical, then we will get the lesson about lifelong learning. Which brings me to existential therapy. The existential practitioner is a mentor and fellow traveler who encourages people to reflect upon the problems they encounter in living. And the existential approach encourages people to live life by their own standards and values. For example, one main self-reflection utilized in existential therapy is identify at least one turning point in your life and what decision did you make at this time and how has this influenced the person you are today. I truly want you to ponder that while I share my own answer. Recently, I had to have general anesthesia, and I despise this. The feeling of being put under is a terrible feeling. It does not even feel like peacefully falling asleep. I imagine this is what abrupt death must feel like, because for me, this feels scary. I mean, one moment you are perfectly conscious, and the next you are in another room with different people, discombobulated and confused, and I do not enjoy feeling like that ever. However, this time was different. 
I must give credit to the anesthesiologist because he and I had a truly existential discussion before he gave me the meds and explained in immense detail what medication he was using, what he was doing every step of the way, and what I can expect, and that he is right there the whole time, and he was. As soon as I felt that medication enter my bloodstream, I gave him a thumbs up, and this time I was at such utter peace that it did feel like peacefully falling asleep instead of just having your light shut right off. When I regained consciousness about an hour or so later, I was perfectly fine. I did not feel drugged or drowsy. I was able to get up on my own and walk, and that never occurs. Usually I am in such a drugged stupor that someone has to help me or I need a wheelchair and I am done for the day. Sleeping this day was different. I felt like the weight of the world had been lifted from my shoulders. I seriously had an extremely stressful two months and never in my life did I think anesthesia and this entire experience would help me to let go of all this cluttered up stagnant energy and emotion I was carrying around. But it did. Now yes, I am well aware that a lot of these emotions and feelings were due to the anesthesia, but I was fully conscious and instead of going right home, the rest of the day my son and I went out to eat, we went to a cafe and shopping and I was so happy and laughing. My mood was lighter than I ever felt in my my entire life and I literally felt no human weight. Then about six hours later out of nowhere I began feeling weird, really weird. This was a foreign feeling to me. I did not feel this yesterday or after the procedure and started to become a bit alarmed. It felt terrible. I said to my son we need to go back home and then unexpectedly I felt a huge whomp just like that and no more was the weightlessness. That beautiful freedom the feeling that I had wings and no worries in the world and I recognized it immediately when before I was unable to place it. This is how I normally feel. The weight of being human was back. However, it did not make me sad nor did I continue feeling bad, quite enlightened. And instead of wanting to seek out that feeling again with a drug or some codependent experience that will bring me back to that lovely place, I notated how I normally felt compared to that weightless feeling and reveled in both places, weightlessness and weight, and told myself to get there. Meaning, how do I find this place of being, that weightlessness, right now? What can I do to bring my mind, body, and soul naturally to the state where I felt no weight? And currently, I am on that quest. And then I realized what Satra meant in being and nothingness when he contended that human existence is a conundrum whereby each of us exists for as long as we live within an overall condition of nothingness that ultimately allows for free consciousness. But simultaneously within our being in the physical world, we are constrained to make continuous conscious choices. And then I fully understood when Jack Kerouac wrote, The world you see is just a movie in your mind. Rocks don't see it. Bless and sit down. Forgive and forget. Practice kindness all day to everybody and you'll realize you're already in heaven now. That's the story. That's the message. Nobody understands it. Nobody listens. They're all running around like chickens with heads cut off. I'll try to teach it, but it'll be in vain. It's while I'll end up in a shack praying and being cool and singing by my wood stove making pancakes. And when Imam Shafi wrote that all humans are dead except those who have knowledge and all those who have knowledge are asleep except those who do good deeds and those who do good are deceived except those who are sincere and those who are sincere are always in a state of worry. And in the words of Tim Denning, abundance is all around you and best of all, you get to live a life compared to other species. But 
Do you ever stop to ponder this fact? There is no future moment when you will have arrived. Only when you realize you have arrived, right now, will the future be what you want. It's right now that has to change. Right now has to be the best time of your life. Please join me next week for more interesting discussion and check out last week's episode on the effect of music on human behavior and mood.